Welcome to the CareerWise Nurse Podcast. This is your place if you are launching your career as a nurse or are preparing to launch. If you're growing into your role or growing into a new role, or if you're seeking to thrive or just need a little refresh in your work as a nurse or your life as a nurse. Living your best nursing life doesn't just happen. It takes energy and dedication. On this podcast, you will have the opportunity to learn, live, and love all the experiences of being a nurse. Nursing is truly an amazing journey. It's your amazing journey. It's your license. It's your career. It's your job. It's your reality. And it's your certification. It's all about you. You will get strategies and stories, inspiration, information on how to live your best life in this podcast. This is all about helping you stay fresh, energized, and making sure that you are your best self on the job. And when you're off the job, when you finish that day shift or that night shift, or your day is done, and this is about today, tomorrow, and your nursing future. So hang on. Thank you for being here with me on this amazing journey that we call nursing life. This is Natalie Dietrich, your CareerWise Nurse podcast host. And today, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about why you can benefit from hiring a coach to help you navigate through your practice and to reflect on what's going on in your nursing life and to help you identify at any point in your career the options that you want to develop so that your work fits in your life rather than you having to fit your life into a job. First of all, why does it matter that you have a job? Will you have a career as a nurse, whether you're entering practice for the first time, whether you're in a new job and you're an experienced nurse, or you're re-entering practice. And also if you're a student preparing to go to work as a nurse in the next several months. I also think that this is information that can be helpful for people who are in early in their nursing degree program. So have some paper, take a few notes as we go through today's podcast episode. So when I think of how I've been able to work with people and help them feel good about what they're doing and build their confidence and reflect on all that they've done to grow into their role, I have a few concepts that come to mind or a few key points that come up repeatedly when I'm working individually with nurses or future nurses, soon-to-be nurses, you know, getting through a shift. And another one is um, reflecting on perspective. And it, it, an example is being on time and managing all the priorities at any given moment, moment in a shift. Also, feeling good about the work they're doing and the connections with colleagues, teammates, peers, and the connection with the patients and the family members. Another piece is communication. In terms of getting through a shift, you know, does it mean getting a break, getting lunch, getting out on time? These are professional self-care components. And 
it's important because how long can you keep going where you don't eat all day? Maybe you didn't even eat breakfast. These are things that I've worked with nurses on because they don't want, they want to stay in their job. They're learning, they like it, but the pace is so demanding in a hospital role that they're not finding they can take a break or they feel like they can't, even though by working on the time management, talking about the, the greatest challenges they have, we find a way for them to carve out that time. Sometimes nurses feel like if they take a break, it's going to throw them behind and they're not going to finish on time. Everything's going to be off. I can see how that happens. And I've been in that situation a lot in my practice at the bedside. But, but we've talked about strategies and we've given everything perspective. Another thing is um, the medicine's on time. Well, the computer might say, this is due at 10 a.m. And we talk about what that means in the context of everything you're doing, whether you have an unstable patient, a new admission, a discharge, a patient going to a procedure, or maybe you have to be the RN transport to get that patient to their procedure. That computer doesn't have any sense of the concept, but it feels bad because that line is red. It's after 10 a.m. and you haven't been able to give all those meds that are due. So we talk about the schedule of the meds, the frequency, prioritizing the meds that have the narrowest window window for administration, and start to put it in context of what's going on in, in the shift or in the morning of a shift or the earliest hours of the night shift. Um, the resources is another thing that I mentioned. Who to, who to go to? Communicating with your team members and the patients and family members. When I talk about the team members, the supervisor, the unit, the charge nurse, your peers, your preceptor even, who do you go to to get ideas or to get re- reinforcement or reassurance about your decisions that you're going to make about a patient? When we work through this and look at who your allies are on the shift, it will help you to really build confidence and know that when you're going to someone on your unit, you're not bothering them. You are making sound decisions and you're evaluating them with someone who's more experienced than you. Because remember when you're in orientation, whether you're a new nurse or you're in a new job and not a brand new nurse. You haven't encountered every single experience in orientation that you're ever going to have. You've only seen a few things or many things, but there's always new things that are going to come up. You just can't see it all in orientation. Whether that orientation is eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, you're just not going to see it all. So you're always going to find your resources, humans, people, your peers, your colleagues, and your hospital resources that are in the computer, in the chart, within the intranet at your organization. But working through the greatest challenges and reflecting on the growth and how you've overcome those challenges and looking at all the things you do well is where I've been able to bring value to the nurses that I've coached, especially those newest nurses. I mentioned communication with the patients and family members. Sometimes it's scary because you're brand new in your role or you're learning the job in that hospital. And you may think that people don't necessarily believe you because you're not having a ton of confidence. So we talk about what it might look like from the patient or family member point of view. 
as you give information and help nurses to realize they are communicating and they are providing essential information and that no one's really questioning what they're doing. But we can look at specific examples when we're meeting one-on-one and I'm coaching the new nurse or the nurse that's new to the role. Another important thing is the communication tools that are used in the organization. Some are some are somewhat standard, SBAR, for example. But when you're brand new, you don't know the providers you're calling. You don't even know exactly what numbers or where to find that information. You know, I don't think there's phone lists posted around. It's all electronic. Maybe your organization uses chart messaging. But figuring out the situations and how you went through situations where you had to make phone calls and how you prepared for that call, knowing that these things can be time sensitive. I mean, they probably are most of the time. You don't have a lot of extra time in any shift to contemplate what you need to do. And anticipating changes in condition or working ahead as much as possible. Those are all things that we work through to help nurses realize how they've grown and all the knowledge that they have gained in the time they've been on the unit with a preceptor and after orientation when you are on your own. And you really have to put that transition to practice, those skills you learned in orientation with a preceptor into into play when you're on your own. And thinking about as people come off orientation, how they really aren't left on their own, even when they have their own assignment. That's something else that I've found people really want to talk about and work through as they build their confidence and are launching in the role. Some other situations where nurses have come to me as clients to really grow in their confidence and evaluate where they are in the role is are nurses who are returning to practice. So they're in a refresher course and they're thinking about where they want to go to work. What I've been able to do is bring some examples of what it's like on those units and in the hospital. Because nurses who step away from practice and even let their licenses go inactive or lapse, when they go back, because nursing does pull you in to that setting to care and connect with people who are not well and to be in a community of nurses, it's it's habit forming. And whether you step away for a little while or many years, when you decide to go back, how does it look the same and how does it look different? I've been able to go through that with nurses. And I do have examples of the need for staffing that that comes out on text message to people who are working on the unit. Sometimes they want you to come in for any hours you can to help fill a hole. They're short a nurse and a tech, or they have several admissions or heavy chemo volume on the unit. And that's that's your unit. Or they're short in the hospital. They need people to go in and float, even if it's for overtime. Do you know, do you want to be off duty and get those text messages or those phone calls to ask you to come in on your day off? You know, is that the community you want to be a part of? How does it make you feel if you say no? We've worked through some of that and helped nurses to really evaluate where they want to go to work. If they were in an observation unit or a short stay or a procedure unit, even in a hospital, inpatient or outpatient. And now when they return to work, ER sounds appealing, or psych mental health. Does that fit in their lives now? We, we evaluate that and look at what's motivating the nurse to, you know, why is she interested in the areas that she wants to explore? And can she get clinical experience or he get clinical experience and shadow opportunities 
when they're in the refresher course or afterwards as they look for work in the return to practice timeline. And we explore other things that the individuals have done when they weren't practicing to see how can they use those other activities that weren't require, didn't require nursing license, volunteering or community activities, health-related perhaps, or wellness-related. Can they use their nursing license and their nursing knowledge base, the skill even, to go out and do something in a community or away from a hospital that might be a good balance in their lives now to, to benefit and maybe focus on wellness rather than sickness? We look at all these options because I have insight into what's out there and what it's like in the hospital. And what are some of the roles? Or how does a navigator role play out? And, and does it sound like something that the nurse returning to work wants to pursue? How can we get connected with people? How can they get connected with people that to learn about these roles in their community? You know, LinkedIn is a great example. Just starting the LinkedIn profile that the nurse didn't really have or use for several years when they weren't practicing is an example of how I've walked through the process of return to work for some nurses. And sometimes people will say, we talked about what it's like to work in the hospital, whether it's critical care or a, a med surge unit. I've done my refresher clinical hours and it was crazy. Um, but I was able to speak for myself and advocate when I showed up and they didn't know I was coming to do clinicals. And those, that week of hours to get my license reactivated, I've decided I don't want to work in the hospital. Or if I do, it's not going to be full time because I don't want to lose control of the things I've enjoyed when I wasn't working, managing a household, being present for activities for my kids, being able to see my parents when they need me to help them go to a doctor appointment. So there's a lot to consider when you return to work. And it's more than just going to the refresher course and then applying for jobs. And the other thing is, for any nurse going into practice or looking at a job or returning to practice, the temptation of sign-on bonuses. You know, we really have deep discussions about what that means for those organizations where the bonuses are being offered, and it's tempting to apply. And even if you apply and you're offered the job, sometimes we, we talk more about the commitment to the organization that comes with a sign-on bonus, whether it's a few thousand or $20,000. What does that mean? And what if the job doesn't meet your expectations? How can you get out of that situation if you had a sign-on bonus that you accepted? So those are some of the things that I've been able to explore with my clients, nurses, new nurses, New, nurses in new roles, nurses returning to practice. And another population that I've been able to work with and bring value to and help them clarify where they're going are nurses who are st student nurses who are about to graduate and are considering where do they want to interview? What does it mean to apply for a residency? What's the timeline? You know, do I have time to wait until the fall to apply for a job that I want to start in January or February, as soon as I'm licensed. We talk about what to expect in an interview, from the HR or the talent acquisition phone calls to speaking with the director and some team interviews or shadowing what to ask, how to express your interest in the unit, and what questions you can ask for true details 
from the unit. And I can even connect nurses with people through my network who can help them get more insight into the areas where they want to interview or where they're searching for jobs. And then I also help nurses get connected with specialty organizations, you know, realizing the resources that are there by joining a specialty organization in an area of interest and how it's beneficial to join for very low cost when you're still a student versus being licensed as a nurse. There's special benefits, great rate cuts for students that join professional organizations and how we can use school activities and um, interests and pursuits and life skills to help people advocate for really going out on a limb and showing their dedication and interest and standing out in the interview process. And also advocating for salary that is commensurate with their life experience. Because a lot of people that come out of nursing school, they've had another degree. They've had work in the real world. And they're not sure that they just want to take the flat rate that hospitals will offer a new grad. So I'm about advocacy, helping nurses show their value and stand out when they're looking for a job as well. Please connect with me. My information is in the show notes. You can schedule a free discovery call so we can talk about nursing life or your nursing dreams and how to make them a reality and how to help you live your best nursing life. I'm here to support you. Thank you for your time. Let's connect because it is a really great life being a nurse, but it takes some thought and some reflection and life is busy. So sometimes having that independent person to help you sort that out, it's really beneficial. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about this podcast. Connect today with the CareerWise Nurse podcast community. Do this by emailing belong at careerwisenurse.com. That's B-E-L-O-N-G at careerwisenurse.com. Join the CareerWise Nurse Facebook group. A link is provided at the bottom of the page. Leave a review for this podcast. Scroll past the episodes where you will see write a review. I read every review because I want to know what you think, what you want to know, who you want to meet to help you live your best nursing life. Tap on the stars to rate this podcast. Thank you. Talk to you soon.